Hello, you're listening to Freelance Mum, the mother of all juggling acts, with me, Faye Dicker. And me, Laura Rawlings. Hello and welcome to another podcast. And the more astute about you will notice that there's a distinct lack of lapping water in the background. We're recording it a little bit differently this week, Laura, aren't we? We certainly are. I am in the comfort of my home and you in yours. And we can't see each other and kind of see how we're gesticulating wildly and Which flapping exactly around. Which is exactly what I'm doing. I don't know about you. I am doing it, yeah. yeah. We thought seeing as we're both two broadcasters with our own home studios, let's take advantage of this and have a jolly good chin wag from the comforts of our own home. Um, And this week we're talking websites. And this was born of an idea off the back of the last Freelance Mum meeting, wasn't it? It was, um, which you were obviously at, and I actually managed to make it to for once, which is a rare occurrence. And you had a really good speaker, a woman called Karen, who stood up and basically said everything I wish I knew about websites before I'd made my various attempts at either spending money on them or trying to make one for myself. And we just thought, oh, actually, there's so, there's so much in this. Brilliant. We need a further conversation. Yeah, so this week's podcast is Things We Wish We'd Known About Websites Before We'd Built Our Own. Do you mind if I kick off? No, do it. Because I, you see, one of my, I can't say regrets. I don't like to say regret things in life, Laura. Yeah. But one of my inadverted commas regrets is that when I started Freelance Mum, as you know, I'm sure you can probably even remember, I was obsessed, absolutely obsessed, woman on a mission. Um, and at the time, um, my mission was to try and change the world through podcasts. So I had this website built for freelance mum, you know, it was all singing, all dancing, all based around the fact that it was all going to be on podcasts. And guess what? A year down the line, it changed. I introduced networking and suddenly this whole website that I had spent, and I'm slightly embarrassed to admit, thousands and thousands of pounds, my statutory maternity leave at that point in my life, mm-hmm. um, on this brand new website. And it was obsolete. And I didn't need that anymore. So I wish that I had... It's impossible to know what you're going to know at that point yeah. in time. But I wish I hadn't raced off to have this all singing or dancing website and that I had just kept it simple in the early days to allow my website to evolve as my business did. Oh, so, okay. So is that the... I think, so is that the key thing? Let it evolve as your business does, you know, start and see it as building blocks. Yes. And I, in fact, one of the things that I liked about how Karen, it was Karen Wider, um, spoke about, she said, the first thing to ask yourself, I mean, how refreshing for a web builder to say this, is mm. <laughs> do you actually need a website? Yeah. Um, and I thought, yeah, it's great because there might be some businesses who actually they're already, and she cited this example of someone who's a PA, gets all her work through referrals, actually has a really active social media feed and doesn't particularly need a website. Um now, I kind of wish that someone had said to me, do you know what, just as, as you say, get those building blocks in place. Have a presence. Yes, have a presence. But you don't need to spend all your maternity money <laughs> pay on this. You yeah, know. but how good did you feel in that initial stage, right? You will have felt great. You'll have been like, I've got a baby and I've managed to do a website. I can see we can see how seductive that is and how it completely happens. So I- cutting yourself a little bit of slack. But yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, and it's, you know, as we say, it's, it's this is about looking back reflectively and things you'd wish you'd known. But I wish I had known. Yeah. I wish I'd known that things were going to change. And there, therefore, my website could have been something that could have grown and developed with me rather than having to kind of hit the pause button mm. then a few years down the line and start all over again. Yeah, I think that's so tr- that is so true. And that was the key bit for me when she said that is like the penny drop moment yes. because... 
having set up my own business and purchased the domain name and the place where I'm going to make my website, I am right poised at that bit of thinking, oh my goodness, what does it need to look like? How many, who's going to be on it? Oh, I need this functionality in case one day I want to do this, which is, you know, completely counter what we're talking about, the idea of just keeping it really simple and growing as the business grows. But um, yeah, it made me think, do I actually really need to worry about it at all? What is the point of having this website? Why am I doing it? And I thought back to the other times when I've done websites. And this is quite funny because I was thinking back to the very first one that I was part of helping to make. And um, it was after MySpace. And it was for a radio show that I was doing. And me and another chap, we made it together. He did more of the tech stuff, I guess. And I did a bit more of the content, but it was on WordPress. And it was I found it was fiendishly complicated, mm. all these plugins you had to do and the nightmare of this hungry beast that just constantly needed to be updated. Mm. So that was like the first experience. And, you know, that was about 12, 13 years ago. Um, then I thought, OK, I've done another one with Wix. So I've had a bit of a go at that. Mm. I got someone else to help me again, just to get it over the finish line, which I now struggle to update I can update the content but I've looked at it and I've realized how trends have changed so that was designed more for a desktop because that's what people were looking at now smartphones most people will look at it on a phone so my one of my websites looks absolutely naff on a telephone even though I'm sure I've tried to change it to be good for mobile phone settings so there we go that's another lesson of how things change you wish you'd known yeah Yeah. that that actually the way we use the internet yes. is is changed. We use we probably use our phones more, don't we? If you think about it, than laptops, desktops to yeah, actually totally. stop and look at a website. And yeah. so now here I am thinking, oh, I haven't got images because I haven't had any professional photos done yet. Um, I have, you know, just all this whole list of things I haven't done. And now I'm thinking, well, actually, do you know what? At this stage, one page with a good image and a clear call to action, mm-hmm. and that just sets out it, on there. It just sort of says you know, who I am and and what I offer, the sort of credibility Mm. bit, if you like. Mm. And I can say that it's under development. I don't think that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Then actually, that's all I need. And I need not worry about the fact or go further into debt with my business of thinking, I need to pay for this or I need to have that option. Because there's no wonder I couldn't make it move forward, which is basically where I'm up to, Mm because there's just too many things that seem to need to be done before I've even got it off the ground whilst getting a business off the ground. Well, the other thing I have to say, Laura, in the thick of this fantastic thought process that you've just shared is that you have me at you are building your own website because to be quite frank that's something I don't even contemplate to me that is outsource that job that is not in my wheelhouse for want of a better turn of phrase (laughs) Um, you know absolutely I would bring in the experts so I have the utmost respect for anyone who is tackling it on their own in any way, shape or form. You know, I can do a bit of the back end stuff once it's actually being built, but that's it. I know my limitations. Well, you, yeah, and it's, this is a tricky thing. And I think lots of people have this dilemma, you know, and listening now will have this dilemma. Do I do it myself? Because there are all these templates out there mm. and apparently it's very easy to build. You just pick your template and add your photos and write your words, don't you? Um, but as you learn when you do it, that yes, that is exactly how it is. But some people will find that easier than others. I do find it difficult and I find it hard to make the time. But it's chicken and egg. And the, the, the challenge is about how much money is there in the budget. Um, but that's why I'm stripping it right back. And I actually think that I found it much easier because I've grown up around social media or not grown. Well, I am sort of trying to grow up, but there's social (laughs) media now. That's the other thing. And maybe if I strengthen my presence there where I feel more confident and I can do things much quicker, 
that I can just have that one page. So I think thinking about how it fits in order of all your other stuff that's online and, you know, what the point of it is. And that's why I'm, I am going to go one page for the moment. I think one page is a great idea. It's almost like it's a holding position, isn't it? Yeah. And again, this goes back to a point that Karen made. Um, she'll be very proud. We really did listen. We did listen. We really <laughs> were paying attention on yeah. Friday. But one of the things she said is like, have a think about your customer's journey and at mm. what point do they go to your website? You know, are they likely to have um, met you face to face in networking, in which case you possibly don't need you know and all singing or dancing or are they likely to go to your social media feed first and then go to your website as a bit of added credibility so like you Laura um, I have I wear a couple of different hats one is my freelance mum hat and one is my broadcasting hat my freelance mum hat I am going to assume that I've got a lot of members who go there on a regular basis they might have heard or people who have heard about me through social media and then they go to uh freelance mom websites with a degree of familiarity yeah with the broadcasting hat and specifically with voiceover people probably haven't met me and so then it's a slightly different user journey because they're Mm. coming to that website um to find a bit more about me i suppose and what i sound like crucially yeah yes your show is your portfolio your showcase isn't it yeah. So your the the website. So in a bit of a you show me yours and I'll show you mine. I'm having a glance right now, Laura, at your Laura Rulings he, uh, head site <laughs> website. Well, you probably are seeing a picture of my face. Yeah, I and am. one that's slightly older, which is what's made you say your headshot because no. you're thinking, God, you don't look like that anymore. No, not at all. I'm looking at one with you. We got um, with a snake wrapped around you, actually. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that did happen. Yeah, that really did. And what I like is that you've sort of neatly um, teased out the different elements. Is this a web? website that you built yourself no so I didn't build that website myself I am responsible for the content on it and what you see so I picked all the designs and the colors um, and what I wanted it to be and then I got someone else to make the pages and stick make it so that I could put a photo there and the words there does that make it yes, simple it as possible? But, and they kind of set up the template of it, but all the branding and all the content is what I've done. Yeah. So you can keep that up to date as yes. you go on. Yes. Yeah. And yes. do you give your websites or social media more attention? And that's the thing. So I realise that I give my... I'm very limited with both. So I'm going to just put my hands up here and say that I find it really hard running on this hamster wheel Um, in the balance of doing the actual thing and then letting people know about it in the marketing sense. I need to tilt it slightly. So and I think it's not I think it's probably not uncommon, especially, you know, I've said this before. I've got a toddler. I've got loads of excuses. Um, But but it's it's a struggle enough to do the job. And then I just don't have the time at this moment in time. I haven't managed to carve out the space to then do the marketing and publicity mm. stuff, which actually is really important. I'm under no illusion and I wish it was different. But for the moment, I turn up, do the bit that I get paid for and then struggle with I, whether it's social media or the you know website page that side of things I find much harder to keep up with. But I spend more time on social media is the short answer. So social media... And and we've talked about this before as well. I think that so I'm I'm much better at turning my head to the freelance mum side of social media than my you know my my Faye Dicker broadcasting side of social media. But I've had to have a big word with myself, and that is 
just do it. It doesn't have to be the all singing or dancing most amazing thing out there. Just engage, just pop in a couple of times a day. You know, try and do, it's, I remember hearing uh, three meaningful things. So whether it's an original post and then reply to something, a bit of engagement, a bit of whatever, bish bash bosh, you're done. Bob's your uncle. It doesn't, <laughs> I, it doesn't have to take over your life. It doesn't have to be the best social media feed. I'm not looking to get, you know, an A star in this subject. I'm just looking for a little <laughs> bit of a presence out there. It's that done is better than perfect approach to life, which yeah. I've, I've had to adopt since becoming a mum. Or to be quite frank, nothing was ever going to happen. Mm. And I, yeah, I mean, I think that can be applied to everything. Definitely, though, for, for what we're talking about and just being realistic about what time yeah, you have to spend on it and then actually doing something on it. It's quite easy to start looking at things, isn't it? Well, I find it is. It's quite easy to go on. You say, oh, do you use social media? And I'm like, yes. And what do I actually do on there? Well, I look <laughs> yeah, at what yes. other people are doing. And I keep saying to myself, well, you could actually use that time to put something on there. Yeah. Um, yes. And that's something else that needs to happen. But, and it's it's fascinating how, as we're just, I'm just reflecting on what we're talking about. Yeah, that shift of we're not actually talking about the website. It becomes the conversation about social media and keeping up the content on there because we know we've already got a template that looks really nice and that people are familiar with and they're already connected to it. You know who your audience is. Of course, it's more of a pull. I bet, let me chuck this back to you, Faye. Do you see any of, do you use any analytics tools with any of your websites? Well, I do for Freelance Mum. But the bigger question is, For your website. And do you look at them? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, it's one thing having it, it's another thing referring to it. Yes, I do have it. Yes, I do look at it. But I look at it and I think, oh, yeah, it's vaguely interesting and that's it. Carry on my day. Mm. The, the, you know, my husband, as you know, is business data analyst. So he is Mr. Analytical. That's the sort of thing that he's very good at, finds very interesting and turns mm-hmm. it into, you know, it's really, and it was only actually as I launched my own small businesses that what he actually does for a living started to become a bit more relevant and interesting to me but only in a slightly more relevant and interesting way and yet I know that actually it's really important to study these things to study the analytics how is it that people come to you are you gaining your traffic through Facebook is it um, a Google search is mm. it like have well, you can measure your, your progress yeah can't you? exactly yeah. so perhaps that's my a takeaway that I need to do um, and in particular to tease it out. I'll tell you something else I wish I'd known. Mm. Here's something I wish I'd known um, when it came to a website. It's a bit of a tangent, but it is relevant. Especially, and I'm going to remind you of this, Laura, because you're about to launch a new website with a different um, hat. Mm-hmm. Your hypnotherapy hat is try and make sure you keep, if you've got more than one business, keep those brands clear. So I have, yeah, a YouTube channel, which is just called Freelance Mum, related to my Freelance Mum uh, Google business accounts. But actually, it's a bit of a mashup between Faye Dicker, Broadcasting and Freelance Mum. And really, those two things need to be very clearly defined. Mm. So I don't think... Personally, I am no business expert. I don't think there's any problem with having more than one hat. This is the world that we live in. But make sure that those feeds and those websites are really clearly separate and different. Totally agree with you. Um, and what I was thinking about this when I was cre- when I was kind of creating them, and I was thinking, well, what do I already have? Uh, and 
thinking, well, how much more can I add? Because whilst I might just be trying to do three meaningful things, I'm now trying to do them on seven different <laughs> bloody yes, platforms. Yes, no. uh, so lot, it's actually it? 21 yeah. meaningful things. I don't know that I come out with that many meaningful things oh, in no. a day. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'm... Even it's with a, lot, a good wind it? and it's eight a, hours sleep, which a, is all complete nonsense. It's a big ask. It's a big it? ask, yeah. Let me think of it, yeah. So, so yes, I, I agree. I definitely wish to keep them all separate um yeah i i think it's i think it's right and i had that conversation with myself um early doors and but it does just create another layer of something else that you've got to do but this is the challenge of anyone who works part-time or has a portfolio career um where you do distinctly different things and you don't want it all to mingle over into one you know you might still only be working or you might be working however many days a week but you're now having to pick up and put on a different hat it's like you have to get dressed up in a different costume every single time you're about to do something and that might be multiple times during the day as as we're speaking over the weekend did you see the dolly parton challenge that's been going on on social no but i love it already what is it (laughs) it's brilliant it's um dolly parton i believe really truly is behind it or so we're told um (laughs) and it's basically where you put down a photograph of as you present yourself to the world on Facebook, LinkedIn, um, Insta, and Tinder. Uh, oh, Tinder. Yeah, I didn't tin- know that's yeah. what this was. I have seen one of yes. these. Yeah. And they're quite entertaining, and people are doing it in lots of different ways. So some people are doing it with their trainers, for example. Um, it's, it's a very lighthearted, <laughs> you know, tongue in cheek. And Dolly Parton's got her, obviously, for LinkedIn, her and Dolly Parton nine to five. And you can imagine mm-hmm. it's those different guises. That's but the good. point remains the same. Not only are we trying to get these sort of three meaningful things in, but you're trying to make it relevant for each platform that you're in mm. um, at that at that precise <laughs> moment. I'm exhausting myself just talking about this. Yeah, this is exactly yeah. it. And that's why, and that's probably, that's why it's really worth thinking about what is it that you're doing for. It is an investment. Is it going to give you that return on investment? Yes or no? <laughs> I, but the thing that I do have to remind myself, and I am aware we've sort of gone off on a bit of a tangent here from websites to social media, yet they feel intertwined. But I have to remind myself that social media is a free marketing tool. And as a small business, that can be very, very helpful. And when you're sort of sitting around and you're thinking, Blimenek, you know, what can I do? I want to um, drum up a bit of business at the moment. You, You can blog for free. You can podcast for free. You can get yourself out on any social media platform. And goodness only knows there's enough of them. Um, and you can get your message out for free. So while we're in a world which actually it can be overwhelming and you do desperately want to be able to turn it down at times, I think as a small business owner, it's quite important to remember that you can use it to your advantage. Mm. We It's funny, actually, we hadn't <laughs> mentioned there are a couple of words that usually come up when people mm. say website that we hadn't mentioned. Mm. Um, and you just said blog there. Yeah. Now, how many of us have got old blogs on there? I think I told yeah. you that I tried to remove dates from mine as far as possible. Oh, did you? So you left them up, but took the dates off? Um, I did do that with some yeah. of them. Yes. So there was a time when I was very on top of it and it was yeah. good having this, you know, running commentary. Yeah. And then, and then had a baby. And then I had a baby. And actually, no <laughs> yes. one wanted a running commentary of that. And yeah. fair enough. Um, so, yeah, blogging. I know it can be brilliant, and but I'm not about to go and do that at the moment. I see social media as sort of more of that, really, than trying to keep an active, useful blog on my website. It's an aspiration. Yeah. But I'm definitely not there yet. The other thing that I can remember reading about, and I haven't even bothered this time, although I did sit through a like a presentation when this chap went on and on about this but search engine optimization if yes. i even start to think about that i'm mm-hmm. sorry if i'm being totally ignorant in saying this but 
but it, I just get total overwhelm and then would not make any form of website if yeah. I started to think too much about that uh, maybe there's a simple way and if someone knows it do tell um but it just blows my mind so my lovely web designer who has um built a freelance mom website and my my Fadika website and when we sit down occasionally and um she'll say now favorite when you put a blog, blog post up you know the sort of annual event which in itself you I almost <laughs> have to have a bell that I ring. yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's exactly. cut the ribbon yeah you know and so when you put a blog post up don't forget to include that she's really good she talks me through it and I'm like oh yeah Karen you're right god gosh she makes complete and utter sense as she does it because she's does it in such a really user-friendly way I'm like yep 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 I promise <laughs> yep that's great that makes sense and I'll do this and I'll pop that and I'll snip it this and here's the metadata and here's this and and I go away and do I do it? No, I don't. Because if I actually, if I've actually got as far as a blog post in itself, I'm really quite excited and shining my halo big time. But then when I get to the final bit, I'm like, do you, yet again, this is going to have to be done is better than perfect. Mm. Because because I'm not perfect. And I'm, you know, uh, I've got skills and this isn't in this isn't my wheelhouse, as I said. The fact that I've blogged at all is amazing, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I'm not saying it's an amazing blog. I'm just amazed that I've done it. Um, and so, therefore, the process of getting it up, I'm probably not doing the best. But that's okay, I think. Yeah. I think, actually, at this point, I'd be interested to hear what other people think about this, <laughs> listening to us yeah. sharing our experiences of trying to get a website out there. Laundry, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think no. it's a very honest thing because it's easy to think what you should be doing. It's like when you set up a business and you think, right, I've got to go and get a load of bags printed with my things, which I you know, want to do. Um, I would like to get all my business cards. I still I still haven't done those things. But I'd love to know from people who have set up their business and they're a little bit further down the road, you know, than I am. I'm, I'm right at the beginning of this particular one. But what is really working? You know, if, if someone told me it's really worth doing these blog posts, Laura, and this is how I do them mm -hmm. because I get this business, I'd be like, OK, fair enough. I can see the value is there now. something yeah. I could apply to my business from it? Um, and then I go for it. But I guess I'm just not there yet. So I'd like to know how how other people have kind of navigated this and what they've decided to do and where they've put their money and, and if it's if it's um, brought in a return in the way that they hoped. Completely. And as you were saying just now, it's like if actually if you get analytics, why don't you look at them and study them? I'm, I'm kind of saying this to myself um, and actually pay attention to them. So because it's it is useful. Otherwise, you could just be spending all that time and all that energy in completely the wrong place. And as we've already identified several times, there there ain't much spare time at the moment. Yeah. So let's spend it wisely. Yeah. And I think we both agree we're not naturally data type no. people. We wish we were data and figures, but we're not. Nope. And um, yeah, any tips on just simple things that, that could be done there apart from, just, well, just look at them for God's sake. Yeah, that's, that's, that's number one. one. Yeah. Open yeah. the flipping yeah. email that the person sends you. Okay, thanks very yeah. much. Um, yeah, so Faye, what are you going to do then from this conversation? What have you, or from the, you know, hearing Karen the other day, what are you going to take forward? Um, uh, two things, actually, Laura. One is I'm actually going to read and attempt to uh, analyse the analytics, <laughs> you Very know, good. and, and yep. do something with it. And mm -hmm. I'm also going to blog, uh, well, only if need be, more often. But in a, this is the other conversation I've had with myself, I'm just going to stop overthinking it, Faye. It only needs to be 300 words and just get it out there. Don't overthink it. You're not trying to reinvent the wheel. You can do it. So those are the things. And what about you, Laura? Because I think it's interesting because you're at the beginning of a new journey with your new business. Yeah. Um, well, 
when I win the lottery or when I've had loads of clients. Is that this week or next? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Let me just think about that. <laughs> yeah. um, then I will build hopefully something that is all singing, all dancing, that reflects the business that I would, you know, really like to have. And it will answer people's questions and, you know, they can have a little rummage around and satisfy their curiosity and learn things and contact me and all this. Okay, so that's really nice. But right now, I'm actually going to just pick that one template, get a good image and make it go live. And I think that's achievable. There are, you know, there are various elements that have to go with that. I still have to get the nice image. I still have to write the the few words that I'm going to put on there and pick the template. But I think that's more realistic and I can get that done within a couple of weeks. And then I will be really happy because I want to approach some people that I don't know. Most people come to me and I sort of get them through word of mouth which I'm not keen to, you know, I don't want to change that. That's brilliant. But obviously I want to cast the net a bit wider. So if I get my website up there with just that that page on it and that contact form, I will feel happy because it sort of goes with the email address, which I've got. It's just that bit of credibility. Yep. Yeah, okay. It's, it's there. I've made another step forwards. Um, so that's what I'm going to go and do. Right. I yeah. feel like I need to get you slightly accountable to this, Laura. Oh, no. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Well, actually, it's a, there's a certain irony in that because mm. what I do in, in solution-focused hypnotherapy is that you help clients set their goals and you make sure they're achievable with mm. them. And you do say, that's excellent. So when will you be doing that? Yes. Um, so, Faye. <laughs> so, Laura, that's excellent. What, are we, yeah. what month are we in now? January. End of, yes. Yeah. Um, I would really like to have it done within three weeks. And I think that's achievable. And I know you'll be thinking, God, three weeks is taking mm-hmm. you that long. But if you counted up my child free hours and what's going on, then you'd be like, no, yeah, I, OK. I, was, I wasn't thinking that. I was, my, my first thought, Laura, was, wow, that's amazing. Three weeks. So there we go. Oh, to good. Me, the very fact that you're building it yourself. You see, like I say, you're building it yourself. I, I went in, I went down the professional um Oh, branding, you know, graphic designer, web build. I would love that. that. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, but it, I was so, I'm so like, no, I've got absolute respect. So if it's three weeks, Laura, it's three weeks. Double yep. thumbs up. I'm writing I'm that concerned. down. I'm thinking it's like mid-February. Happy Happy Valentine's Day to, to me. You. My website yes. will go up. Yeah. Okay. Yay, I like it. You, yeah, now, now, now you're talking. When are you doing your analytics just oh, out of interest? I don't know. When does, when does Google Next email me? I don't know. I tell you what I'm going to do. Step before that, I'm going to get the, my Faye Dicker Broadcasting up on Google Business. There we are. And then I can start looking at the analytics. When you say up on Google Business, just tell me what you're on about. Well, you know when you um, create a business. I, I Please don't listen to me with any sense of that. I know what I'm talking about um, because I don't. Um, but you can create a Google Business for yourself and for your business and I've got one for freelance one mum rather and therefore Google can email me and tell me what traffic I've had and so on but hmm. um, I haven't got one for Faye Dicker Broadcasting so uh, so I've got one for one business let's get one for the other there okay I'll just go and in the meanwhile Google a bit more about what that means but yes. I won't let it turn into a no. search engine optimization barrier that no. appears so I then don't get my one flipping it's page up it's dead easy Laura <laughs> and yeah it's dead easy I'll talk to you more about it offline don't you worry thank you well lucky lucky everyone listening yes <laughs> It's been lovely chatting again, Laura. It really has. And we'd love to hear about the things that um, other people have been listening to and thinking, these are things, yes, that I wish that I'd learned before launching a website. 
yeah let us know share your comments thoughts anything whatever it is your wisdom we can all be wise after the event can't we thanks for listening to freelance mum remember there's loads more podcasts and exciting content at freelancecorner.co.uk and you can also meet lots of other freelancers subscribe like and share from whichever platform you get your podcast from and join us next week as we speak to another expert on an issue that's important to you thanks for listening Bye. bye